Dice Paper Roll is recorded on the traditional lands of the Kulin Nation and the Turrbal people. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Snow gently falls, joining its brethren below. It piles and builds, powdering every unmarked surface in a cloud of icing sugar. In the dark, a figure drags something through the snow, a hessian sack. It bulges threateningly. The figure finally hoists the sack over his shoulder. Coming to a clearing, he greets his compatriots. Barbara? Horace? Hiya, Dominic. You bring the... You know, the... Thing? I brought the things. Why are you whispering? They're just pickles. As far as I'm aware, throughout the realms of the living, it ain't illegal to have a bag of cucumbers. Pwah. Yeah, but we ain't procured them exactly in the most forthright manner, so to speak. No, no, I, I suppose not. Have you got the vinegar? Barbara and Horace gesture to the cauldron full of vinegar. The scent of spices and herbs waft gently around the clearing. What's that smell then? Horace reckons it'll be more effective if they taste better. Codswallop, if you ask me. You've seen the price of fresh dill these days. And to think we're supposed to be the criminals. As the cucumbers tumble into the cauldron... Bits of thyme and dill and garlic bubble to the surface, forming letters. Letters that read, Dice paper roll into the Feywild. Yes, hello, weary travellers. Come on in. Where, where are you trying to get into? Is it is it the Feywild? Because if it is, you, you've come to the right place. We are Dice Paper Roll. We are going into the Feywild in this, our second episode. Um, I'm very excited. How, how are you guys all feeling? Oh, sorry. I thought this was the cucumber shop. <laughs> no, nah, how'd you get, mate? Where's the deal? <laughs> the only cucumbers in the prologue here. Fuck off. <laughs> I wanted a pickle. <laughs> I said, get out. Unpopular opinion. I actually hate pickles. <gasps> hate Gross. Yeah, no, fair enough. Wow. Fair enough. I mean, it's people build their entire personalities around them. I'm like, get a hobby. It's not pickling. I'd mm. smash a pickle. Mm. I'd raw dog a pickle. No problem. Okay, Greg, we know I about mean, the I process would, of I making I would also a raw dog a pickle, but... <laughs> 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> just raw dogging it, letting it just sit there and... Just get in my mouth, it's get it around. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Listener, don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You thought this was a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. No, this is the subtle art of pickling. Um, uh, my name is Ben and I am playing Unit, who is a Warforged fighter, now level 2. And uh, unit is made up of all different bits of scrap metal and they are very confused about time and uh, their creator and just what's going on. But they mm. um, they are accompanying Kevin Strangeways, who uh, is played, it's by, played by me, Lauren. I play Kevin Strangeways, who is a 11, 12-year-old boy trapped inside a man's body. Uh, so he is also a artificer. You can make lots of little machines out of little things um, and is basically trying to blag his way through an adult world in an enormous, burly, adult man, Jason Momoa meets the rock-type-looking guy. Um, it's all brawn, very little brain. Fucking raw dog, that. Yep. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of raw dog, Ed. Uh, Dan, who are you playing, doggy boy? <laughs> um, I'm playing Lord Walter Winston Wicklepicker the uh, Third. A, um, well, he's a a frog man. A uh, humanoid frog creature. I uh, don't know if we've actually got a, a an actual thing. Um, but he is a frog person uh, that's uh, dressed in uh, tails, um, has a cane, a top hat, um, and, uh, yeah, is accompanied by the Lady Delacroix. Uh, that is me. Uh, my name is Dolene Delacroix. I do declare uh, that I'm quite happy to be accompanied by such a fine and refined gentleman uh, as uh, Mr. Winklepicker, who is uh, also clearly very, very fond of pickles. Um, exactly. And I'm Greg. I'm playing uh, Dolene, who is a uh, Har- Harangan wizard. Um, so uh, Dolene is a rabbit person. Um Think thumper, but uh, with not magic. in an offensive way. Is thumper offensive? You'll have to no, update no, me no. On Just that from, later. I imagine from a a Harringan's perspective, probably. Yeah, it's a bit derivative. Old thumper yeah. is a bit derivative, <laughs> but yeah. uh, species appropriation. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Disney. Honestly, Disney. <laughs> uh, but yes, I am Dolene. Dolene. And I am the dungeon master. Um, what happened last week? We or well, last month? You tell. You tell me. We got in a fight. Yes, we we went to the tavern. Uh, we all we all met in a in a pub, the Curly Seahorse, and y'all witnessed a fight. It's all right. You won't have to make a statement later. Um, the only statement I want to make is that those arancini balls were to die for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone actually did die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, we're on our way to see someone, aren't we, to find out about a carnival? Yes. Right. You're on your way to see uh, Madrick Roslov, um, who Esmeralda told you about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, shall we kick into it? Yes, please. Yes, please, Jack. My soul is prepared. Um, so you've been travelling for like the 
last day, you, you're uh, all variously steeded. Um, uh, who's who's in front? Who's taking the lead? Well, it is a bright sunny day, and I am enjoying this fair weather. So I will ride out ahead uh, with no concept of any danger to myself. Uh, <laughs> being an unarmored wizard. with absolutely zero offensive spells indeed I have Um, just the most can y'all hear that that ticking can y'all hear that yes I think I can hear the ticking you you can hear that I think it's coming from the from my pocket watch can y'all can y'all hear this it's very loud actually you cannot None, none of you can hear it Tonight on 60 Minutes. <laughs> it says, Tracy Grimshaw <laughs> retired. No, it's ticking away in my ear, and I, I, can't, I just, just, it's driving me to distraction, I have to say. Hmm. Well, nope. maybe you should get rid of the pocket watch. Oh, no. Hmm. No, no, she slips it into her waistcoat pocket. No, hmm. no, that, that would not do, sir. Does it have um, sentimental value, Dolene Delacroix? It is of great import to me uh, and to my people. It's, uh, well, funny you should bring it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's what's driven me out into this wild world. Um, this this timepiece, well, um, it is key to saving the borough and my family uh, from a fate, a horrible fate. One that I foresaw in a dream. How portentous. Oh. You're a mystic, are you? Well, I do dabble in the mystic arts. I I took a semester of divination at um, Rabbitfoot University. And uh, it really... That sounds really cool. Does that mean you can, like, tell fortunes and stuff? Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm still learning. Can you read um, my palm? And he sort of shoves like his palm oh. into like Dolan's face. <laughs> oh dear like, lord! Like well, while hard holding the reins because he's not very good at uh, riding a horse. Um, with his uh, big gangly adult body. What does it say? Does it say that I'm going to be big and strong when I grow up? I, I mean, did... does it say I'm big and strong? It. Let me see here. She picks a Jolly Rancher off the palm and. Throws it away, wipes the stickiness. Hey, that's of great import to my mouth later. I'm sorry. I I have (laughs) some nuts and berries here that uh, you you might find appetizing. Let me let me have a look here at your palm. Should I should I do a check? Yeah, go for it. Have a roll for palm check. It's an eight. Uh, you know, that's a three plus five. You're, I, I, you're oh, pretty please. convinced that you saw something. I can see your future, Kevin Strangeways, and it is <sighs> glorious. You are even more ripped than you are now in the future. And wow. you, you're covered in baby oil and you're standing <laughs> on a mountain. I'm not a baby. I mean, yes, continue. Uh. You're standing on a mountain. Um, this is totally adult-use baby oil. You're standing on a mountain <laughs> on some black plastic, and you can see the sun glistening off your muscles. Um, and it feels—I feel great. I feel great power in you. 
That's really nice. Thank you, Delaine. I feel really good now. I think everyone else, you should try this. It's really fun. Oh. Okay, well, here we go. I'm going to hold out my uh, my palm, and I hold out my, like, long-fingered, kind of, like, with suction-y cup. Frog hand. Fingertips. Yeah, uh, check, to, check to see if you can find a fingerprint. Yeah, I, I actually just was trying to Google whether frogs have fingerprints <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Your hand um, is unexpectedly wet, um, Mrs. Wigglepickle. Oh, really? It's unexpectedly wet? I would have thought that it would I just the territory, I really. honestly didn't think too deeply into it. Um, perhaps I should have. Um, all that time you spent bathing. I got a 16. Well, see, well, I, it's definitely wet. Really I wet. See, I'm sorry, sir. The glistening is just putting me off. I can't... Uh... Wait. I think I see tadpoles in your future. Oh. Tadpoles? Thousands and thousands of them. Oh, I don't like the sound Tiny of that. Tiny eggs hatching out into little tadpoles swimming upstream. Some of them being gobbled by. Oh no, so many dependents. Yes, uh, I see. Alimony. But my money. My money. Um, and uh, Lord Walter Winston, uh, Winkle Picker the Third, uh, becomes very concerned and uh, introverted and kind of retreats back into himself as he rides along. Uh-huh. You hear the the oh, no. whirling wheels of unit <laughs> in their car form um, pull up alongside. <laughs> I forgot about that. Doling Delacroix's horse and like um, they're they're still like lying down on their back, going crutch first because oh, yeah. their yeah. their hips and shoulder pauldrons are wheels, <laughs> but uh, their head kind of comes out on a, like a long kind of bit of piping it extends out and up like level with the horse uh and oh. then goes what about me Dolene delacroix and then one of unit's arms goes up uh and and their fingers are splayed in front of your face well allow me to have a look here their arms more like a, you know the little skill toys that get uh <laughs> like fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Claw. Yeah. Yeah. the claw oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you read mine i got a tw- i got a 12 Mm. Uh, Dolene's eyes sort of roll back in her head and she starts mm. to shake as she grips onto the, the magic claw and, and she she begins to speak fire, I see fire uh, and burning uh, and then water water and steam and pain and blood and, <laughs> and I see the death of thousands at the hands of this claw and she lets go um and as uh, as she lets go um her vision sort of swims back in and stretching from each of you uh Darlene sees long silver threads that reach up uh into the sky um i i feel connected to to the future I'm just going to roll 2d20s here. Wait, 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 wait. Don't do that yet. I've got something for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? How portentous, Dolene Delacroix. Uh, I would never hurt anybody unless, of course, they are going to try and hurt my friend, Kevin Strangeways. Yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> I look at my claw and then I think to myself, 
What does made in China mean? <laughs> <laughs> I see fire and blood and you were the center of it, so. <laughs> As you you see those tendrily, spirally, silvery mists coming off the other three um, Dolene. And as we follow it up into the sky, the sun starts to set and you're seeing um, that you're basically not going to make it before nightfall, really. So it's probably best to set up camp. Right, who'd like to set up my tent? (laughs) (laughs) Any takers? Uh... Is there anything that we get extra for setting up tents or like a... No. Um, what about you, robot? I'm just probably going to try and shake you down a lot. Like, uh... What? Huh? What's what going to take me down? Sorry? I said shake you down. Oh, shake me down. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, that, that's not uh, required at all. I believe your robot companion uh, will just do fine in putting up my tent, won't you, good robot? That depends if you ask me nicely, Sir Walter Winston Wicklepicker III. I am not your slave. Oh, no. Okay, no, I wasn't going down that path. I believe that's more Lady (laughs) Delacroix's territory, really. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Listen, that was was a long time ago. We have moved on. The badgers are thriving. So let's just Uh, move on. Please put up my... Tent. Well, since you asked so nicely, Sir Walter Winston Wicklepicker the third, and um, there's a whirring of machine and machinery and cogs, and uh, suddenly they just go and they're zipping around the the, uh, the clearing very quickly. And uh, damn, can units set up a tent? Mm. It, uh, do I have to roll for that? Yeah, can you roll for that? Sorry. <laughs> In my setup tent check, uh, I got a fifteen. That survival. Yeah, it's it's like survival, a full cabin. Yeah, sure. It's well, a full cabin. Glamping. Yeah. yeah, you're you're all glamping, baby. Yeah, um, good. My good gods, um, that is amazing, unit. You, you're you're a real go getter. To be honest, I wasn't entirely sure I knew how to do that, but somehow the skill just came to me. How convenient. I wonder if this used to... Hey, unit. Yes? Make food. I'm going to just speak to you like Siri or something. Uh, unit just looks at you, like, just stares you down. Oh, this is... Hey, unit. <laughs> hey, unit. Make food. I'm sorry. I do not understand. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think they can make some fucking technology with some magic. There's um, no okay. need to use that kind of language, <laughs> um, Winston. As you're as you're bickering, uh, the night moves on. You all kind of set up uh, the fire in the. I guess there's a Might fireplace. Might take some of those nuts and berries now, thanks, um, um, Dolene. My claw retracts into my wrist, and then just a, <laughs> like a flamethrower. <laughs> Like a little fire... No, it's not a flamethrower. My nuts and berries are torched. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Isn't that how you have them? I guess that would be fine. It is now. Ha, 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 ha. And as you... You're quite the comedian. (laughs) Here's um, some torched nuts and berries, Kevin. Thanks. And sort of savours them one by one, their little charcoal remains. Mm. Just 
his enormous body and huge hands just like holding this little wizened uh you know snack it's good protein <laughs> right it is scroggan is so good for you <laughs> i love scroggan <laughs> as the night moves on um you all bunk off uh it's not really hey, unit why nuts and berries call scroggan <laughs> uh let me just check. I'm sorry, Dolene Delacroix. I seem to be having trouble accessing that information. Scroggin, please spell it. S-K-R-O-G-I-N-N. Ah, here it is. Scroggin. <laughs> because it came from the the famous... Scrog people who only ate nuts and berries and infamously charred the hell out of them before eating them. You are welcome. Th- thank you, Unit. I can sleep soundly now. Unit, can you tell me a bedtime story, please? I thought that that was going to be Winston's job. Winston, oh, can you, you tell like us a bedtime story, please? Oh, yes, let me regale you with some of my tales of my childhood. And, um, and Kevin kind of like cozies up in like a, a sleeping bag that's got dinosaurs all over it and is, you know, happy to go to sleep listening to stories. So good night, Dolene. Good night, Unit. Once when I was a child, there was a very poor good child. Night, and I beat him. Good night, Unit. Oh, Yenet. good times. Good times. Good night, Dolene. Good night. <laughs> uh, wait, hang on. Did you say you just beat a child? Good night. <laughs> I was half asleep. <laughs> Good night, Lady Delacroix. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Kevin. Good night, Winston. Um, Good night, Winston. Good night, you. All... <laughs> Good night, darling. It's the fine Brady Brunch. <laughs> I'm now going to acknowledge the robot. <laughs> My name is Unit, Sir Walter Winston Wicklepicker. The third. Hey, unit. Yes. Why Winston's such a dick? <laughs> I, I am asking myself that question. I believe it is because he is an entitled noble, but I am waiting to get to know him better before judging him completely. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful right there. Um, you all kind of drift off into your slumbers. Um, I don't sleep. And uh, Darlene. You drift off to sleep. The journey and the friends you have made playing on the edges of your consciousness. You think of the wisps of silvery light that you just saw. The last thought before you slumber is of the rushing of air. As you plummet into sleep and into flames. Talk. It is the sound of a clock that wakes you the bright early morning and you move out of the cabin and into the snow outside the trees the snow and the sky are painted pink around you the crisp morning tickles your nostrils the decaying smell of leaves is rich and comforting (laughs) 
Unit is nestled in Kevin's side. Kevin is muttering meaningless nothings. (laughs) Surely that is too much drool. And Walter is stretched out in every direction, somehow taking up much more space than should be possible for a creature his size. You smile. They were not woken by the sound, apparently. Tick. And then, as you look around you, you see the snow begin to rise back into the air as if in reverse. Layer upon layer of snow recedes, Snaking trails of covered footprints of various animals are revealed, then disappear whence they came. Tok! The last layer of snow is flung back to the billowing clouds above, revealing beneath it the orange and yellow dappling of leaves. Insects and creatures moving in blurs backwards, 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 as the leaves grow richer, fresher, and then they too fly into the trees. Tick. The burst of light from the trees as they explode into colorful greens of every shade and hue imaginable is breathtaking. Tick. By now you had anticipated it, and yet that is somehow not preparation enough. Around you waves of flowers like a sea of colour washing up against rocks and trees. The speed creating an iridescent effect unlike anything you have ever seen. Tick. Time speeds up here. You see a thousand winters. Insignificant wars and battles come to an end and begin in the blink of an eye. A thousand, thousand springs burst past you, each as rich and unique and brilliant as the last. The trees shrink back into the ground with, to your eyes, a joy at having never begun. The cycle endlessly repeats as waves of forest after forest wax and wane. You see the land and the mountains in the distance now are moving, like snails, and then like bears, chasing the whims of the ground beneath them. In the distance, you see a shore rising, rushing towards you. Tick. You are beneath the waves. The shores having long consumed you, you feel your gills breathe in the rich primordial waters. Think of food. Volcanic vents around you are teeming with life. Time is no longer moving backwards here. Seas of simpler entities move, but after the rushing of time that just passed you by, the world around you may as well be still. Why, Dolene, is that you? Oh, um, I wondered if you would, uh, be here in this, uh, is it a, a primordial soup? Oh, Dolene, you're 
you're a fish. I, I can't understand you. Uh, you see, time has made way for you I, I, to... I believe I'm a silicant, but please do go on. <laughs> no, really, I, I... Well, hang on, maybe let me... Let me just tune a few things and... Oh, there we are. I can understand you now. Oh, well, that, that is uh, mighty helpful. Um, why have you summoned me here again to, to, to make me uh, suffer this fishy hell? I, I'm, I am, I, I really must say, I, I am very sorry about this, Dolene. On this particular occasion, once again, I am not at fault. Although, actually, I must say, I was at fault the last time. But this time... Something else is wrong. You shouldn't be here. What? How did I get here if it wasn't for your intervention? Do you not control time? Well, normally I do, I must say. But on this occasion, and for me, you must understand, time is always constant. I see all time at once. And yet, on this occasion, I'm here. And, uh, I don't know why. And that is curious. So I'm thinking, well, maybe something is broken. Usually, I don't see someone quite so often. Now, granted, you're several million years in the wrong place, but I'd say it's probably got something to do with your time and wyma thing. You, y'all, you think it's the timepiece that I'm carrying has jettisoned me back into the primordial past from which I cannot escape? Well, I wouldn't be so dramatic, no. <laughs> okay, point, point taken. Uh, time is always difficult. You, you just gotta caress it and move it with you. You give it something of you and it gives something back of it. And, uh... I do believe that um, what you've got going on is that time's just kind of all come out. You know, you, it's, it's so contained and it just doesn't know where to go when it's coming to you, Dolene. And uh, I guess occasionally you get ruptures, like now. Okay, so I've opened a rupture in the space-time continuum, which has drawn me back millions and millions of years into this primordial soup. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I didn't say it quite so articulate, but yes. Okay. That is absolutely fascinating. Um, do you think it's driven... And y'all think it's driven by this timepiece. Let me just... Uh, um, she reaches for the timepiece, but realize she has flippers. Yeah. She, <laughs> you just do a circle. You just spin around in a circle. It's like well, cutting yourself down. I, I must admit, Dolene, that was quite cute. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Well, oh, yes, you are wearing a backpack. That's ve Oh, that's ve That's just adorable. You don't normally see that in this time, you see. Well, one has to be prepared no matter what time frame one is in. That's right. 
Uh, I have it? a jumbo bag of scroggin in here that I'm not letting go of. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, is it still? And uh, do you mind, Dolene? I might just have a look. Uh, please, rustle away. I can't reach it with these flippers. <laughs> um, fate comes down and uh, has a little scramble through your backpack and pulls out the scroggin. Remarkably preserved for being 65 million years before its beginning. Um, <laughs> and uh, Don't break the wax paper. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. It'll get so- all salty. I'm sorry, Darlene. I, I will be extra careful. Is it waterproof per se? Well, I guess this will tell. Uh, and she opens it and uh, breaks it in half and hands, well, puts it to your mouth. Uh, and the other half she eats. Now. Oh, I'm, is... I'm sorry, I'm, I, I can't eat, eat this unless it's in some form of flake form. Oh, that, that makes sense. Uh, um, well, give that back. And she kind of rubs it against a rock nearby and, like, pushes the paste into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for baby bird and my old scrogging <laughs> back to me. Well, you're welcome, Dolina. I must admit, I do enjoy our wee chats. Um, you do still have that watch, yes? Uh, of course. I, I left my home grasping it and, and have set out into the wilds, or I had, or I will. Well. A long time in the future. Yes. <laughs> time is weird like that, isn't it? Well... Um, I'm only if you travel round in it through temporal disturbances like the one that's ripped me from my true place in the timeline of time. Yes, uh, let me see what we can do about that. I think, uh, I think perhaps if I give you a wee boon, we might be able to uh, sort some of this disturbance. Well, fate, that would just be biscuits and gravy. I have to say, I have been out on a limb this whole time since the last time I spoke to you, and you told me about the burning, you sent me that vision about all my friends and family dying. I have just really had a bunch of sleepless nights, and I've just eaten nothing but scrogging, and um, my pellets are pellety, let me tell you. And uh, I've, I've got a rumbling in my tummy, and um, I can't sleep. It's only... And I, I can only admit this to you. It is only those stories by Walter that are putting me to sleep right now. And I, I, I could do with some assistance in this place. I am lost. I'm, a, I'm surrounded by people I don't know. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really a bit of a mess. Well, of course. I can totally empathize. I know what it's like to be in all times at once, of course. So <laughs> it's a bit complicated i can understand that that must be discombobulating uh, for sure well i think uh so uh what we'll do is we'll kind of push out a little bit of time a day and you'll be able to i don't know not have one of these things happen quite so much well at least that's what we'll see and um are we still talking about my pellets or 
No, okay. <laughs> she writes a on a piece of paper and it's like a it's like a script. Um and okay. uh, she, she she puts it in your mouth. Um Burn crew. And it <laughs> bursts into flame. Boom! Um <laughs> and um well uh I don't see much use in keeping you in this primordial sludge, though it is interesting, right? It is absolutely fascinating, although I would not like to spend much longer here. I've taken mental notes. <laughs> of course. Ooh, a trilobite. Oh, uh, that watch, have you figured out how to, you know, repair it? Well, no, but I do have a couple of leads. Um, I've come across a, a robotic fellow. He seems to be uh, well-aged, like a fine wine. And I believe he, he contains much knowledge. And I believe he may, or his large gentleman friend, may be able to help me um, fix it. Uh, I have yet to ask them, though, Fate. I, I, I do not know if I can trust them yet. The, the Fate, the... <laughs> Little joke there. Uh, the, the the consequences of this are dire. My whole family and friends are at stake. I, I need to know that they are trustworthy before I proceed. Oh, well, I can at least allay some of those fears. They're fine. It says right here, neutral to good. They're good. <laughs> okay, neutral to good. That's very reassuring. Yeah, I mean, they ain't gonna kill you in your sleep, you know. Okay. So. Why did you say that? Why, like, what, what triggered you to, but never mind. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just something I think about sometimes. Okay, okay. These gods, you can never trust them. Anyway. Uh. Wait. What you might want to look for is a watchmaker. A watchmaker. I don't know exactly okay. where you might find one. Well, I will keep my peepers peeled for a watchmaker. Thank you, Fate, and thank you for your boon, whatever it may be. You're very welcome. Now, how's about we get you back to uh, your hopping self? Let's hop to it. <laughs> That's what my dad would say. He was not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, the ocean recedes. And you see everything that you just saw, what felt like moments ago, again, but this time the right way around. And it goes tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Walter Winston McPick is there speaking to you and being like, no, so you see, the, the child was poor. You get it? So he was poor. He had no money. Okay. So therefore, that's why I was... I don't believe I, that that morally justifies you beating a child. Uh, well, we Fates are from two follicles. different... That was the weirdest dream. Oh, oh you're up. You, must, you dozed off there for a little bit. Morning, Dolene. How did you sleep? I slept uh, terribly. I had a... Uh, a vision. I was um, I was transported beyond this world to a place, a place, uh, a, a different place in time, but not in space. I was here, but I was not. How very unusual. So it sounds very peculiar. It was it was it was extraordinary. I have to say, um, but uh, fate spoke to me and 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 said that y'all are trustworthy. Fate, and 
I'm sorry. Dolene, do you mean... Do you mean a person named Fate? The Or, like, what? I don't believe it's a person, more of an embodiment of a divine being. Oh, of course. <laughs> How could I be so silly? <laughs> I'm glad you understand. Oh, yeah, yes, Walter. I completely comprehend um, all these things. It's uh, do, So you know this fate? Do you know how they might be able to help maybe someone who is a frogman of uh, description? Or I mean... Well, I don't know. I've only met fate twice. I don't know if, you know, it's time for me to be asking any favors just yet. But you, you it, 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 they like you, though, Well, right? they they have helped me. Um, they gifted me their boon. And she coughs, and a little bit of burnt parchment comes out of her mouth. Boonie! <laughs> Just checking my records, I'm quite sure that is not part of a scroggan recipe. No, this is uh, this is boon related. <laughs> this is boon related paraphernalia. It comes in your mouth. Well, I was a fish. It's a long story. Let's <laughs> that is a strange dream. It was. Um, and more. And than so if you dream. just all of a sudden be a different kind of animal or or, or person. So so strange. Uh, It'd be so weird if that happened to one so, of us. Would it be super weird, wouldn't it? Just, I, I'm so glad that you think that we're trustworthy because I've got nothing to hide. Is, I am what? Well, what you see is what you get. I, oh. I I do what it says on the tin. Mm, <laughs> yeah, open yeah. book, and Kevin. While I was immediately intimidated by your large and muscular figure and your medicine face and wispy. Hairy chin, um, so much now, chest hair, so much like it's a, a thicket. Like I, like I wonder if I could put my paw through it. Like I don't know. I if think I your could paw would get tangled. Get to See, if I stand there. side on, you can actually just go all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God, you got so much scrogging under here. Um, <laughs> Shaving that for later. And it's like a couple of Jolly Ranchers still in that kind of little... I like uh, to keep my scrogging there. Um, <laughs> Dolene, what is this dream you speak of? I do not have direct experience of dreaming. You all talk of dreaming. Oh, unit. It is something you do when you sleep, yes? It is. And some days I would be most envious of your inability to dream for my my nights are filled with nightmares of burning and death that's sorry about that greg <laughs> are you having no, too I'm, much cheese before you go to bed maybe i know a great doctor and they can get you some I great valium recommend okay. a glass of warm milk and one of walter's stories well, I might have to take y'all up on that because um, I need I need all the help I can get. I I I have to say, Walter, your I wasn't going to say this out loud, but your stories have helped me go to sleep so well. And and that one time you read one, and um, 
I slept so soundly and I didn't have a nightmare, just an out-of-body experience where a divine being took me back to the beginning of time and um, turned me into a fish and shoved a burning scroll in my mouth, which frankly is a massive upgrade from what I've been experiencing. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> and I, I was going to say enough about me, but just one more thing. The fate has guided me the pocket watch i showed y'all earlier it is precious to me i i need to have this repaired the fate of my people is in the hands of this watch oh i'll leave that sit with y'all oh i can fix that for you no i just got that that was a joke because a <laughs> clock face has hands ha 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 thank you you <laughs> you um, oh, that was great don't- do uh do kind of a dabble in a little bit of tinkering with magical objects. Um, I'm I'm very happy to have a look at it for you if you want. Uh, Would you call yourself a watchmaker, Kevin? Uh, I mean not I mean not watches specifically. I kind of uh, Psst, Kevin, Kevin. Psst. Yes, yes, uh, unit. Am, what I, is it? am I whispering? Psst. Kevin, <laughs> unit says really loudly. <laughs> no. Show them the control pad on your arm. Oh, that yes. You first showed me when we met. Look at the workmanship on this, Dolene. I made this, and um, he holds up his big beefy forearm, which uh, has. My a God, sort of... don't do that so quickly. <laughs> uh, uh, sort of. Um, yeah, a thing strapped around his wrist that's uh, like sort of knobs and dials and uh, lots of intricate little connecty wiry things that he's made. Um, it does look quite watch-like. I mean, it is on the wrist. That looks amazing. I have no idea what it does. It does it lots does... of things. Like what? Kevin Strangeways? Uh, like uh, like this. And he presses a button and um, unit does a little dance. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love it. Unit starts twerking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it does. What is going on? Make it stop. Ah. Press <laughs> another button and all the all the glamping stuff like uh collapses in on itself and um all packs away nice and neatly like a Mary Poppins type thing. Well that is incredible, Kevin. Um Please do keep unit twerking in the background. I, make I will. Stop. I can make Please. it go faster. Make I'm... it stop. No, make it stop. Please. No, not faster. No. It goes into hype mode. <laughs> <laughs> My hips are a blur. It's pretty good twerking. Start gl- glowing red hot. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, put the scrogan in there. It'll be a nice roasting. <laughs> I'll put it in his trunk. Here we go. I like it in his booty. <laughs> and I cook the scroggin with my twerking booty. Mm, I knew I'd be good for something. Do you want me to have a little look at the watch? Yeah, I, I, I would, but please be careful. I'd be really, really, really careful. Um, So Kevin takes the watch yep. off Dolin and yep. uh, sort of turns it over in his big hands, mm-hmm. um, which look like quite sort of, you know, quite a little fumbly. Um, but he's uh, going to detect he's magic. He's trustworthy. Do you have like an artificer check of some kind? I have, I don't have a lot. 
detect magic as a roll? Yeah, go for that. Roll that. Yeah. That sounds good. Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> it's also... <laughs> detect magic, you sense the presence of yeah. magic. Like, it's like auras around creatures or objects. Yeah, at the moment I only have the thunderclap and cure wounds. I thought we'd be a little bit more... <laughs> and I believe you've already you've already cast thunderclap on unit there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, why don't you just roll, it, roll a d20 for me? Ah, uh, it's a two. <laughs> yeah. So I'm holding the watch. Yeah, and it it slips. It slips from your hands and just hits the deck. Can I make a dexterity save to try and catch that? Yeah, yeah, go for it, please. Yes, I see. I maybe have seen something like this before, and I think there's something <laughs> on the underside as well. There should be a maker's mark on this, so then we can find out who actually made this watch at some point. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, I got a <laughs> seventeen. Oh yeah, you catch it. Um, oh, uh, I think well. I think because uh, Kevin towers so high above you, it's pretty much mm. just like directly into you. Falls down into my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were also uh, like under there anyway, just like kind like of every every time you moved it, I was like, Ooh, yeah, uh, <laughs> what? What? yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, Kevin, I see you have. Um, I have cast many spells on this watch to try to understand it better. I've detected its magic. I have identified it as a ritual. I have uh, I have studied its its workings, um, and I it has led to nothing. Hmm. But thank you for trying, my large and muscular friend. <laughs> thank you, and also thank you so much for continuing to talk about how big and muscular I am. <laughs> no, it's really quite um, intimidating. I thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep well tonight. Intimidating. Ugh, wow. <laughs> and then he turns around and slips on a banana peel and falls on his butt. <laughs> Beautiful. And with that... It's that powerful intellect <laughs> with that you all um mount your horses and head off in the direction of um madrick's place and you're traveling for like j- pretty much another day and um you come across basically like a giant pumpkin in the in the in the road and there's beside it there's a sign that says in pointing down a small winding path madrick's place it looks like we're here. Oh, that's convenient. Mm. <laughs> I love it when hooks are sp- signposted for me. Mm. <laughs> on, a, on a real signpost as well. <laughs> I like it the traditional way, you know. Do you know what would be even better is if Madrick was a watchmaker. That would be incredibly handy. Shut up, unit. <laughs> <laughs> People are talking. <laughs> Walter, you should not be so mean. Even though he does not have feelings or dreams or possibly a soul, he is still a being that exists in this space. I, I said possibly unit that was kind of mean to me too. No, that's I, okay. I, I mean, look, like if I... you need a new pocket watch, the robot could do that. You need to know the time? Ask the robot. <laughs> I think this watch is a little more than a timekeeper. It's more of a timekeeper, if you know what I mean. I do not. No. Good day. I do not believe he does know. <laughs> Darlene, thank you though for what is the term? Sticking up for me. 
I appreciate it very much. That's okay, Unit. uh, It's my pleasure. Can I ask for a small boon in return? You may, if I may ask one of you. Of course. You go first. Oh, okay then. I shall go first. I do not specifically identify with notions of male or female. Could you please refer to me as they? Of course, Unit. I I am sorry if I... I miss, uh, I misspoke. Um, it would be my pleasure. You did not misspeak at all, Doreen Delacroix. I merely had not told you yet. In fact, I only just realized this myself. Very well, Unit. Um, I will. I will happily do so. Uh, Thank you. Unit. Yes? The boon I would ask of you is... Will you teach me those sweet, sweet dance moves? <laughs> My answer is emphatically yes. And uh, y'all ready for this? The two, like the two round uh, holes on Unit's chest, which are like the vents for, um, like the whack-a-mole moles used to come out of a long, long time ago. Uh, slide away and then slide into place. There's like the mesh of speakers and uh, yeah. Some sick singlet, squirrels some sick. and like birds and shit are like running away. They're just freaked <laughs> out. They've never heard anything <laughs> like this in their life. Yeah, and they haven't seen anything <laughs> like this either. And uh, so, first of all, you drop your hips, and uh, I link. I launch into a very lengthy, uh, but very detailed uh, explanation of is how this twerk. Is this up the path? Are you doing this up the path? I'm walk twerking. Been, yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it will save us knocking as well. Twalking. <laughs> Let's walk and talk, bitch. <laughs> walk and talk with me. Um, as you approach the house at the end of the um, lane, you can see that smoke is coming out of the chimney. It seems like a nice, cosy little abode. And all around the uh, farm, there's giant... Pumpkins. It's. It seems like they're being used in some kind of uh, mechanisms, and uh, also as just food. Um, and as you approach, you hear the voice of Madrick, who says, "Pleased to meet you. My name is Madrick Rosloff. How are you going?" I did not expect any visitors. Uh, Maybe you could introduce yourselves. Welcome to my farm. Ah, good day to you. Good day to you, uh, Madrick. Uh, My name is Lord Walter Winston Winklepicker III. You may have heard of me. Um, Not at all. These are my good uh, companions. My name is Dolene. I'm... Dolene Delacroix. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Pleased to meet you, Dolene I'm Delacroix. I'm Kevin Strangeways, human adult male. Hello. <laughs> wow. Usually people don't introduce themselves that way, but okay, hello. How are you going? And my name is Unit. Hello. Oh, I have not seen one of you before. Then you would never have seen one of me do this. And I continue twerking. <laughs> And then, it, and then my claw comes out and goes, Scroggin. <laughs> Offers um, you some 
Madrick is like a... Oh, no, okay, fine. Uh, oh, no, he's going for it. <laughs> oh, he's okay. definitely... Like, he he bounces into it, but I, d- I thought I might work in a description at the same oh, yes, time. Sir. Cool. Um, he's like... He starts, like, working into the dance, and uh, you can see he's... Kind, like, all of his skin is green. He's like a human person, but his, his skin is green. It's probably copper poisoning at some point in his past... Um, and there's, there's like, he's wearing like a, a peaked wizard's hat and there's like pumpkins flying around him as he's dancing. He's like, and like, you know how basketballers grab, um, basketballs and slide them across their body, like a wave. He's doing that, but with a pumpkin, um, and he's into it. And I think that is where we'll end the game. Ah, pumpkin globetrotters. I remember Let's them. Let's continue I saw to twerk back and, in the day. And, and roll pumpkins around. And Am I doing like it? Am I doing it? And he's just kind of doing the worm instead. <laughs> I will make you a cup of tea, no? Uh, well, we twerk. A, a cup of twerk. No, that doesn't work. Unit pumps up the volume to drown out Madrick talking. <laughs> <laughs> As we all bust out a move. <laughs> <laughs> the end of this episode. <laughs> and then goes into a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. And it slowly pans away. Twerk into the credits. On the subject of beginnings, it is sad to say, but it is also obvious. The beginning of one thing inevitably defines the end of another. We dwell often on what will come, And as time often does, it brings them to us. We have little time as temporally locked beings to dwell, reflect, and consider the past and present. One must ask, is there a reason for that? Surely, if we could go back and linger in a moment, something would be broken and we might miss that which we had been waiting for. A new beginning, perhaps. Y'all ready for this? Yo, you ready for this dissection? That you that you said twerking instead of doing the robot. It was right there. Yeah. I just I think what I just said does a little dance. I didn't specify which dance one would one would take on. Uh, I was trying to think of pop and lock, but I just, the words mm. didn't come to my mind. No, my vocab failed different. me. And, and you then... are very ass-centric, Ben. I've always <laughs> said that about you. He's an ass uh, man. He's, he's an, an ass man. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Those number plates say it all. <laughs> yeah, hey, personalised licence plates that we got you last ass year. Man. <laughs> ass man. <laughs>
Uh, great game, Jack. That was fun, uh, Jack. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Going deep. That was a fun one to do on not very much sleep. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We talked about sleep. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. I enjoyed that one. Enjoyed that. It's good. Mm, it was nice Nice to hear a bit of uh, Greg's sort of backstory. Yeah. What's happening mm. there. I like that there's that. Obviously, that theme of time, it's going to be quite a, feels like it will be important, obviously, from what we heard in that episode there. But then, mm. um, yeah, but it, whatever's happening with time. Um, mm. Yeah, I guess that's the trippy. first time. I guess that's the first time we've done that on the published episodes. Yeah. Done what, sorry? Oh, because, yeah. Oh, I don't want to spoil the. The prologue. Is it messing now. with time? Yeah. Mm. It's just good to get some origin stuff, mm. some backstory in there. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. 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 And to refer, it was really good to refer back to the the prologue thing we did together about mm. Dolene. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was great. I felt like um it felt good, it felt comfortable. And mm. um it, it's nice to be able to start to reveal those things about our characters. Mm. Um, like I felt like last episode we were sort of scratching the surface a bit, but we mm. weren't able to reveal any of that. So it's mm. it's nice. It, it it feels like it gives certainly gives Dolene a lot of purpose. I think it also yeah. um like I mean in terms of uh for myself and as well probably um for. Lauren's character, like having that sort of, even in that moment, like where we kind of played with that of, um, huh, you know, that I wouldn't know anything about being put into mm, a different I body really or anything that. like that. that was like, cool. you know, it it then order, you know, we're able to sort of by having that thread about your character feed in some of our own backstory, and then also, but now from my character's perspective, it's like, oh, you know someone you know fate uh, okay mm. whatever but like you can help me get out of my situation mm, mm-hmm. uh so like centric for my my backstory <laughs> i mean i didn't have um someone like i didn't have fate or at least i don't know if mm. uh who it was that i interacted with whereas um, it seems like you uh had a bit more of that interaction mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, be, being able to use you as kind of like a a, way, a a means for my own characters, and I knew there was some reason why I uh, <laughs> teamed up with the Lady Delacroix. Some, something tells me that you will use all of us to your own characters' mm. ends, <laughs> particularly me. Me, yes, no. <laughs> I I gotta say, I love, I fucking love Walter as a piece yeah. of shit. Uh, I'm yeah. having a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun being a piece of shit. I do need Mm. to find some way to actually make him a bit more redeeming. Um, (laughs) But at the moment I'm just having a lot of fun um, being a dick and Mm. um, just really like I I like the, con. uh, yeah, playing a a character that's not going to be brawn but using – yeah, more more just the way that he behaves and the way that he speaks and uh, to be casting spells and mm. and that sort of thing. How that that kind of uh, can play. I sort of like the idea as well that because you're playing a bard, 
mm. and bards are generally charismatic, but that charisma mm. doesn't have to mean they're necessarily likable. Like mm. He's got a charisma to him because he's noble. Mm. Um, but he's a fucking piece it's of He's like shit. a big charismatic dude in the 40s or something. I can't remember. Yeah. But he was bad egg. Hey, there's some room <laughs> for character growth there, mate. Mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it start him off shit. And then, yeah, hopefully he can. He's not irredeemable. He can learn something no. along the way. Yeah, totally. He's funny, right? Like, yeah. which makes him immediately likable. Mm. I think. Um, I think what will deepen it is what does what is he doing that he believes is good, or yeah. might actually be good. Yeah, yeah. I um, need to kind of clarify that for my yeah for myself. I'm just having fun at the moment, just using it for days. my own means. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> by the yeah. way, Daddy. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. It does feel weird to cut you. Like I think like I cut you off there at the end as well. Like it feels weird, but like because Walter's, because we work so well together mm. as a group and we've worked so hard on like not cutting each other off, not mm. speaking over the top of each mm. other. Things, like Which you cutting- would notice, listener, all the time. <laughs> as I mean, I, I hope Jack so. Just cut in and- <laughs> I yeah. talked over Greg. They just think yeah. I do it in post mm. all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's better than uh, it's better than the start when we were on the Yeti mic and the oh. scooter driver drove past and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's just funny to to cut you off, like and, and like it felt comfortable, it felt right, but it also is like it's 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 the antithesis of everything we've been focusing on as well mm. so you, i kind of immediately go oh, um, oh i shouldn't have done that but but it's yeah, in character it, right yes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 which is where i think it well, i can't speak for danny but if you were cutting me off it'd be like well that's that's this is happening in character so yeah oh and i'm like uh with for my character i'm kind of like i, I kind of like the sort of setting him up as a bit of uh like Oh yes, I'll be the one to tell you the the story to go to sleep to, and mm. he can ramble on and oh, that I kind love of thing. That bit. So, you know, someone interrupting him because he's kind of like when he's speaking, he's the only person that matters in his own mind, mm. sort of thing. So can kind of get carried away. So I kind of feel like. Um, yeah, other characters should be cutting him off and trying to shut him down because he, mm. if you don't, he'll just ramble on and on and on and just about keep... beating children. Yeah, <laughs> but they were poor. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a difficult choice as well. Like as a performer, like for for myself, like I would find playing that character quite yeah. difficult and being cut off and stuff. I would find that much more difficult mm. um, to play. So kudos. Kudos, Danny. It's mm. good. I'm keen okay. to find out what um, Madrick mm. can impart to us because um, we're not we're not in the actual book yet, are we, Jack? Like, are we just is your... started? Just right. started, right? And then so, for um, the wild beyond the witch light for listeners who might be wondering. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, Madrick is is the beginning of that. I thought we'd. I wrote a whole bunch of that, but that's going in the next episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it but I'm joke? glad I prepared it. Thirty so or forty, 40 episodes. episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll um, <laughs> I'll post a a picture of um, Madrick in our Facebook chat. What about what about I? I might have missed this. I might have tuned out, and you did it. So forgive me if I if that's on me. Um, did oh. you describe fate at all? Is no. there? 
Is that intentional? Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But also I forgot, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I don't think I I I described them in. Oh, sorry, Dan. Oh, nothing. I'm just being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, No, like in, in Greg's episode, I didn't describe them either. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I kinda I kinda liked this idea that they kind of mirror. Like mm. they take on the voice of the person that they're speaking to and Yeah, I very much got that. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. Um yeah. I like that it's that uh, I mean that's not at all me calling anything out. It's just like how did I miss the description? But I mm. like that, that you you leave it open to to the listener's imagination really. I mm. think it was a cool touch. Hmm. Mm. Well, that concludes. An, oh, um, I'm going to pop uh, the painting I did of Madrick on, I guess we'll pop it on Patreon. Um, yeah. If you like this thing, tell your friends about it. Um, and uh, if you want to pay us money, you can do that on Patreon. And if you like us extra much, you can come to our live shows. Which are good. Um, and uh, thank you for listening. Au revoir. Thanks, everybody. Thank Bye. 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 Bye.